This episode of the Rad Broadcast is brought to you by Tech2U. Tech2U strives to deliver superior technical services from professional and friendly staff while maintaining their principles of credibility, accountability, and customer service as they grow. With locations all over Northern California, Southern California, and Las Vegas, Tech2U provides in-shop repair, mobile services for residential and business, and remote service provided online. Tech2U repairs everything ranging from printers, scanners, screen repair, motherboards, keyboards, touchpads. They'll even recycle electronics. Visit www tech2u.com that's tech the number two u.com or call 888-340-8324 that's 888-340-8324 for tech2u the rad All right, as you can hear, it sounds like we're in a wind tunnel. That's because we're driving home from Live Oak, California. Beautiful Live Oak. It's so pretty. The, we, we actually uh, capped off our vacation, um, quote unquote, <laughs> with uh, a friend of ours wedding, Stephanie and Johnny. They've uh, been a couple of friends of ours who kind of got started around the same time that my wife and I, Haley, Say hello. Hi. Yeah. Uh, we actually, Stephanie and I went through something very similar together uh, when it came to our relationships. And I got to witness the birth of their relationship. And I think I started asking two or so many years in, when are you all getting married and when are you all popping out babies? Because yeah, they were perfect for each other perfect. from the beginning. Absolute perfection. Yeah, so uh, finally, after five or six years... Six years. Yeah, they finally hitched, and so we were part of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Haley was a big part of it. She was actually the matron of honor, and I, I got lucky enough to DJ their wedding, and it's not something that I normally do on a regular basis. I started doing, like, DJing dances and stuff for a little side cash while I was in high school, and I was doing it for the middle school up at Georgetown. Georgetown Middle School. (laughs) And, uh, you know, just doing it for all the little punk kids and always had fun doing it. And then it kind of kept going because I realized, hey, I can make like a quick 300, 600 bucks sometimes. I did some corporate events like a a dentist office party up in Tahoe, which was really fun. Lots of money and lots of booze. So everybody was having a really good time up there. Um, and I did just kind of started doing it for friends and family, and I kind of hired my services out. And I was, I ended up doing some sort of some sixteen-year-old's birthday party, at like a veterans' hall that they rented out. And I set up all my gear, and I was sitting up there on the, on the stage, and I was playing music. And the kids were just staring at me like, "What are you doing here? That you are so old." And at the time, I was only like 22, 23. I don't remember how old I was, but. Yeah, so that kind of, like, it was really awkward, and fortunately I made some money doing it, Um, so it wasn't a total wash, but it was a waste of two or three hours of my time, and nobody was really into it, so that's what I get. Um, So I kind of, like, just pushed it aside, and I focused more on music and really more on my career with the radio show, and so as, uh, as, as things progressed, I stopped doing the DJ thing, and Fortunately, uh, for Stephanie and Johnny's sake, I didn't come with a charge, so it was just for <laughs> just for good fun. And it was a gift to them. Yeah, it was part of their wedding gift, and yeah. 
but it was also just so much fun to hang out with their family and, and friends. And it was a really fun party. It was a good dance. We got some bodies moving. We did the Cupid shuffle. Heck yeah. We wobbled. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. And so that was like our, our ending for our vacation, our spring break. Our um, vacation we didn't go on. Yeah, but it was actually, so I've, I've been trying to look at things in a more optimistic point of view. Sorry. <laughs> because it, while it did kind of suck that we didn't really get to go anywhere or do anything and, and like go sit on a beach and drink out of umbrella straws for hike know, through Yellowstone yeah we, that was actually our original plan yeah. we were gonna go to Yellowstone and visit some friends out in Idaho and do this whole road trip with Opie our puppy who's almost eight months now and uh, she's so cute she's adorable so um it, we, we actually had to stay home and, and medicate one of our animals who you don't remember me mentioning we have five cats and two dogs we've got <laughs> walter the train walker coonhound we've got opie the adult german shepherd and then we've got um switch switch ellie is, switch ellie mosey Mo- mozart or mosey yeah mosey higgins hermy that's it right yeah. we have to count hold on <laughs> ellie switch higgins mo hermy yeah that's it yeah, see, it's harder to remember their names because when you're in there, they're in the pack. It's like, oh, gray one, black one, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't ever call them by their own names. If I'm yelling at one of the cats, it's always by the wrong name. I have to cycle through at least it's, three of them until I can. It's name. always the animal that's like either the most annoying at the time, <laughs> or like the most annoying in general. Like usually, we yell at switch at other cats' names, but like we've been doing that lately because she's been sick. So she's been on top of our mind, and that's yeah. actually she's the one that we've. She's one of our. Really yeah, it's actually a Bengal. Super special. Really special. She had a brother who uh, died too early because he got uh, antifreeze poisoning to start and then... Survived it. Survived that, but then he ended up uh, getting feline AIDS. Well, no, he got um, he got FIP and FIP. he got the dry form of FIP, which is kind of... It's a little more rare. Um, it's Google, a, it's, Google that. Yeah. Basically, there was no way to know until the very end that it was that it, it, it just and it was this just slow di- you know he just digressed yeah that was pretty awful it to was, watch it was heartbreaking so so then Switch gets sick the brother the sister of of the the cat we were just talking about and uh we ended up having to take it to the to the vet ER and yeah, she spent she some time in overnight and emergency vet ul- ultimately what was wrong what was wrong so with Switch had we're treating- Sorry about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just punched the mic. Wow. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Switch has a toxoplasmosis. Um, it's basically like a parasite uh, infection. Um, she's fighting really hard to fight it off. But in as a result, she started to have um, seizures and it gave her a heart murmur and a heart arrhythmia. Like her, So her heartbeat was weak. And shoddy, it didn't want to stay. Her heart would basically, she her heart would just stop for like a second or so, anywhere from like a half a second to four seconds, and then she'd seize out and she'd come back. Yeah, that's what really tipped it off. It was when frightening we, when we witnessed this seemingly normal cat that's always like the clean bill of health. All of a sudden, is yeah, like she's just dropping over and then spazzing out like wondering where am I like screaming because she can't see anything she's like she just would go completely unconscious and then she would wake back up and be like oh my god where am I and 
I mean, it was, it was, it was killing me and we just couldn't figure out what was going on. And our first initial visit to the vet, they couldn't really figure it out. Some communication got crossed and they, uh, they thought for a second she had a history of seizures when she didn't. And so we went back the next day because it was getting worse. And I mean, had we waited any longer, she probably would have just dropped dead by Monday night. And this was an overnight thing. We left to go, um, where did we go? We can't say necessarily. We just went one of those overnight ER. No, 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 no. When we left, where did we go, um, that night that we left Switch at Home Alone with Lissy? She was being cat sit. Where were we that weekend? Oh, we went to go see Beats Antique. That's right. We went to Oakland. Oakland. We went to Oakland with my friend Holly. That was so fun, too. Yeah, that was a good show. We left um, Friday afternoon. Switch seemed just fine. She was totally normal self. Um, yeah, so this has actually been going on since... Uh, the 12th. Begin, like, the beginning of April, almost. Yeah. And so, um, as, as things have progressed, it, it, it's gotten to a point where we now need to medicate Switch Four daily, times a day. Four times a day, starting at, at 3. specific times. 3.15 a.m. all the way up till 7.15 a.m., you know. P.m., yeah. PM, sorry. Yeah. And so it's uh, it's become quite the process. Unfortunately, we got a pretty good support system in, in uh, Haley's family. My mother-in-law, she's been watching over her while we're out of town. And, and before I mentioned, one of our friends, Lizzie, watched them. Anyway, this is boring. But, yeah, the, but... the whole thing is we, we ended up spending a lot of money, which is not a problem. And I only bring that up is because it's one of those things that you have to go into pet owning um, it's different when you when you have a kid because you'll do whatever it takes to, to keep that kid alive. But when it comes to animals, I will do whatever it takes. And I will spend as much as I can in order to keep that, that animal alive. But there comes also a point... reason. There comes a point where you have to... You have to look at the quality of life over the quantity and right. decide, is it in my best interest to maybe let the pet go... Because I'm only wanting to keep the dog, the dog or cat or whatever animal around for my own benefit, for my own comfort. Selfish reasons. Yeah, self, very selfish. And then you got to well, go through I mean, that thought process. And, and fortunately, it just worked out for us. Uh, but you know, it, it came down. It came down to the wire where we spent a couple thousand dollars on on getting switch well, figured out. It and wasn't then, even just switch. It was just. It was. Like the week before, Opie had had her spay, and we went with the preventative gastropexy. Oh, that's up, and then so that was expensive, so, and like that was planned, but it just—I'm not trying to focus on the money, no, but, but I am. But I am trying to to point out that when we were getting to that point with Switch, where I was seeing her not really functioning or yeah. not, at the, not at like the the level where we're. Uh, where we were trying to, like, you know, figure out, okay, is it going to be worth this money, or is she just that far gone? And fortunately, with the with the medication we have got going on, and with the amazing vets we've we've been working with, it's been a big team of people. And with the consistency that we've been going with with everything and keeping up on it, we've been seeing a turnaround. And she's yeah. been showing more normal behaviors. As each day has gone on with the treatment, and it's got to go on for another four weeks, right? Well, three weeks. So <clears throat> it's it's like three more weeks of antibiotics, which is twice a day, 
and then it's about probably about four more months of the heart medication. And that's the one that's, that's that starts at three a.m. and mm-hmm. eleven and then seven. <laughs> that's our life. So yeah. it's we get up. I have to get up and make sure you know before he goes to work, the cat's pilled, and then one of us has to make sure we get home by eleven a.m. because we have to feed her with it too. Like it's a huge process, and yet every day we see something new coming back like imagine like her brain was kind of starting to shut down on her like her body was starting to shut down and we've pulled her back from the depths and she's only seven years old this is one of the main reasons like there's no reason for her to be this sick this early and she has everything going in her favor as far as her health prior to coming down with this so when we did the when the cardiologist came and did the echo on her heart, they were like, "It's it's good. It's in good condition. It should be working." So it just wasn't getting the blood flow out. Yeah, everything was enough. just weak. Yeah. We did just get some results this last Thursday. Um, she had a follow. It was her ten day follow up, and um, she her heart arrhythmia and murmur is gone. Um, the white blood cell count hasn't gone up, but it hasn't. It's come down just a little bit, um, but she is producing her, her globulin level is going um, is going down, which is good. All of this is a good sign, so she's heading in the right direction. But we're looking at at least a month of antibiotics and and for two possibly six months of heart medication just to make sure that it was the infection that and there is just no keeps relapse. Getting longer and it longer does. Every time you mention it, so well, from the beginning of the treatment, it was it was okay. the doctor intended of four weeks of medication. Right. We're we're two weeks, a week and a half. I don't know. We're into it, yeah. <laughs> so the, the counter is ticking down. <laughs> so yeah, we're it's um it's quite the. Uh, Sorry, I'm so itchy. Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. I got a sunburn from the wedding. Man, it, we lucked out. It was, it's was. it been super hot in the Sacramento area um, the last weekend. Uh, it was no different on Friday when we went up to the, the wedding venue, kind of get things set up and do the rehearsal, and it was blistering hot. But it was 90 degrees, no breeze, yeah, dead, dead in dead the air. sun, just dead. It was heavy. It was like yeah. breathing was a, like a challenge. Uh, but in this particular area, it was actually really nice in Live Oak. It was at McCordy Winery out in Live Oak. Beautiful winery, family-owned, operated. They're so nice. Very nice people. Absolutely the nicest people. Beautiful property. It's just right at the right at the base of the, the, yeah, the buttes. I think, I think they own all. I believe, if I'm correct, they be, they be, own the land all the way up to the foot of the butte. Well, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. If you're in the area, check it out. And they do have amazing wine too. Um, but when we were there for the wedding on Saturday, the 27th, 28th, 27th, 27th, it was uh, beautiful, like high of 85. And then as the sun went down, the breeze came in and it was just a beautiful day. It couldn't have turned yeah. any better than it did. But we had no, no hiding from the sun. No. There was, there was hardly any uh, areas for the shade, especially for just for the wedding party here. Like we were for, in the sun. We, you can go out into the shade, but you'd be away from the wedding. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so we all got kind of uh, cherried up. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm going to have a sunburn. Yeah. Um, so I guess this whole vacation wasn't a complete wash. We At least we came back looking like we went yeah, on vacation. <laughs> we, we looked like we were at the beach. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I, I got to wear my little wear my little straw hat, so that worked. Yeah, you looked like you were on vacation. I did. I was I was in a little black dress and Birkenstocks <laughs> and my sun hat for the majority of this. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of like a update, non-update from uh, from our vacation. Um, I know we did get. I did watch Avengers: Infinity War, or not Infinity War. That was the that was the last one. Avengers: Endgame. That was the one that came out this last weekend, and I'm sure I haven't checked the news yet, but I'm sure it's crushing box office records all over the world, <laughs> just like the last one did, and all the previous Marvel movies before it. But I basically had to spoil it for uh, for the misses here because because oh, it's Switch. Yeah, because <laughs> the, of the damn cat. cat. Damn cat we've been talking about. Was, the, uh, the, the movie time was right before her last dosage. Literally in the middle of the movie was yeah. her one of her last doses of the day, and it was like, well, I could go after. And it's such a strict type of uh, type of prescription. We yeah. she couldn't you know do it, give it to her earlier it. or later or whatever. Yeah. So I I invite my buddy to go and watch it with us and uh, watch me. And so I've had the pleasure of reliving it and telling the whole movie to Haley because I don't necessarily, she doesn't necessarily want to go see it, right? Am I? Well, it's like I have that superhero um, fatigue. fatigue. So like as it's like I love them when I get into them, but sometimes I just sit there and I think I have so much that I need to be doing and could be doing and I don't really like the idea of walking away from Switch for three hours when like maybe her infection doesn't get any better in the next couple weeks and we do end up calling it like I'm gonna look back and be like I, I spent that three hours and watching a stupid fucking movie yeah I, no see that's the thing it's, that's my other that's a, I've been hearing a lot of people say they're gonna wait to watch it because of the three hour runtime because they don't want to waste so much time in the theater uh, doing that because yeah. I, I mean when you're in it and because I had the time and the mindset to do it mm-hmm. it was actually uh, really enjoyable it didn't feel like three hours I did think feel like I picked the right moment to go take a pee <laughs> uh, well for you yeah for me because of the characters that were in the particular scene um, it, it involves Hawkeye and what's what's uh, Scarlett Johansson oh, you missed the exit what's Scarlett Johansson's name Oh, the Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow. Thank you. Something there's it's a like particular scene. Romanova, Romanov, or something. Yeah, it's like there's her a particular scene with, with Scarlett Johansson and... Uh, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Renner. Renner, thank you. Yeah. Scarlett and Renner, there you go. I'm, I'm trying to navigate uh, the road. I believe I took the wrong exit. Yeah, no, you didn't, you didn't I, take I the exit I at all. Exit, so I got to loop around. <laughs> uh... This is, uh, this is just what you get with a ride-along podcast, people. This is just what you get. So, Avengers uh, Endgame was actually really fun to retell and uh, explain to Haley because I get excited about the, those small moments that maybe I had forgotten about in the moment, but then, you know, it makes you think about what moments led up to those fun moments, and I think that Thor stole the movie <laughs> in his transformation, and I'll, that's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but he he's different in Endgame, much different than he was in the last movie or ever before, um, and so was the Hulk. The Hulk was changed a bit, too, and I, I liked what they did um, with the whole concept, because they have to incorporate time travel, which I'm not giving away too much there. Um, I mean, Doctor Strange. Doctor period. Strange and, and there was a Ant-Man time stone with the with the, uh, 
with the quantum realm and all that stuff. And you nerds know what I'm talking about when I bring up the quantum realm. <laughs> and so uh, we're 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 already deep into it. Twenty two movies into this into this franchise, and it, it came up to this moment. And I think it was really good. I was cheering. I will. Is that your peanut butter cookie? Yeah, my peanut butter cookie. We stopped. My peanut butter cookie. On uh, 99, there's a delicious bakery called Stevens Farmhouse. Farmhouse. And uh, they make homemade pies, homemade treats, homemade goodies. They make... Pickled goods. Oh, man. They do these um, these veggie chips and stuff. Mm. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, and... last time we came, uh, the beginning of the month, we were actually hooked on these green beans find out how they make these green bean chips uh, they're so good yeah but so. they didn't have those so they got, we got the veggie chips yep this might or might not be the right way to go yeah this is you're gonna go back up just to the next exit I just don't want to go down that road what's down that road Alberta oh I just am not middle i'm not in the mood to so speaking of this area next week we're actually going to be taking a special trip to dyer lane oh that's right we're Ah! we're actually going to be teaming up with melissa and brent from sax period and we talk about them all the time but uh they got wind of us wanting to do some sort of investigation into dyer lane of our own and they're they've actually done investigation already and if you haven't heard about the legends or the horror stories of (laughs) dire lane there's rumors of ghost cars that run you off the road there's uh, a ghost farmer who who sits out in his tractor who was actually he was killed by his own tractor and now he's haunting the the farm area which I'm it's a pretty sure is not true but it's a creepy road and there's talks of screaming and you know dark feelings a lot of people have gone out there and believe that there's some paranormal activity and we actually covered a, a story from a redditor a couple of weeks ago that actually kind of tipped us off to the idea because it story took place just this year last just last year and around the same time and something's just kind of been calling me over there just to it was super weird check it out because we were on our way out to the winery the last time and gosh this is like this is all full full circle it is so yeah yeah, so we um we were on our way out to the winery last time to kind of like scope things out and like take a look and uh as we were driving past dyer lane is when Brandon was like, hey, you ever heard about Dyer Lane? Unbeknownst to me, it was the we were, road parallel to the one we were driving. Yeah, like he time. had no idea where it was. Yeah, and he had lived been. close to it previously, you know, years ago and didn't even know it. Maybe that's what's calling me there. Like, yeah, maybe, it was almost like something reached out and like oh. tickled his little brain. It was like, hey, psst, by the way. But, and I didn't know that until on the way home, we started talking about it again. And I was like, wait, you didn't know it's right there? Like, just turn right. (laughs) So, um, we've kind of been putting together, we've been trying to kind of scrape together some information. And I think, I won't give, you know what, I'm going to save it. Okay. I'm going to save it for the, because I have my theories. Give us a little tease. Well. Bust off off a little piece. How about the Maidu Indians had a very deep connection to Dry Creek that runs right through that uh, that property and right near it. And 
mind. So are you saying this might be a poltergeist type of situation? Well, like the movie Poltergeist. Well, that wasn't that on an Indian burial ground. Or was it was just on well, a cemetery. That's it, what it was. It was a, it was a cemetery. Uh, my bad. No, Get my I horror mean, flicks mixed. Up. <laughs> you only move the headstones. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it, it just. I don't. I'm not suggesting that it's Indian burial grounds, but there is Indian. Influence. There's Indian land there. Like we. Hey, if it's Native American, come on now. It's 2019. Native American. I'm. I apologize, but there's my due uh, history there. And what's unfortunate is that there's not a lot of history specifically in this. Like there's some, but every time I go to find something, it's like get to a dead end. You do. Oh, oh, oh. So, um, I've got some connections. I've made contact with somebody who spent a lot of time out there. You know some people? I know some people. I spent a lot of time out there personally, so. Yeah, you have your own story. I, I do. Think, I think we we'll talked save, about it. I think we did talk about it, but I think I'll, we'll bring that back up. Yeah, and we will maybe, talk about that again. Maybe Melissa with your intuition and maybe yeah. Brent can bring some of his, uh, his tools out there and meters and gauges and all yeah. that. The There's a possibility of another medium joining us. Oh, really? That's a secret. Oh, I'm that's gonna, right. I'm not going to go any further than that. Oh, so we might have quite the team. Yeah, of, we're going to have our own little circle here. Yeah. Um, and there's just so I'm much. Tempted to invite Sierra. There's so much darkness that's, that's circled around this dire lane. And I think that's a good idea. Maybe see a Sierra one, but yeah. maybe she I, might I think not be interested in the, the darkness because yeah. there's a lot of rumors about um, witchcraft, uh, human sacrifice. Uh, what else? There's, um, there's some other. There's, some there's other... a lot of stories like the guy that was racing and he died. The he ran into a tree and died. Um, human sacrifice, murders. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Family, yeah, yeah. families. Uh, uh, this is a known one though. There's 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 a difference between <clears throat> some of the rumors and some of the actual stories. There are real stories that happen that are documented that are news. Like you can look it up. Um, one of them is a, a man murdered his family, but took his the toddler out to that like that field and murdered him in the field. There have been bodies you know, found out there recently because it seems to be a place people tend to dump bodies. And oh, it's a great secluded area it, yeah. that not a lot of people search around for. It's Except wide open space. Because everybody talks about Dyer Lane, it is actually a very heavily driven road, but there's no lights on it. It's like the last true country road in Placer County. So there's no lights. But driving like, through at night is extra creepy. It's a li- yeah, it's a little extra creepy. You can't really see anything else. So, um, it's um, there's definitely something about it. But I, I think that's really what we're trying to figure out is what is it? Is it so, is it? Did the Native Americans curse it when they came? Like who knows? Quick uh, brainstorming meeting. I say we go through and we list. All of the events that we can come up with, with evidence and, and history, and go through it chronologically, and then we'll go to present day Already did with that redditor story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> but this is just a te- this is a way to tease yes, while sorry. while have a brainstorming meeting at the same time. <laughs> I'm, sure like, that, I'm sure I like there's to something do, I can do to kill kill two birds with one stone. Okay, I'll stop. It's okay. I'll stop fucking you up. Stop. And then we'll report all of the lines that we can okay. connect together. And okay. then we will 
report back to everybody. And I, and I know that we're going to do some sort of work out there. Um, we're going to have the, the mobile mics and, and we're going to document the whole thing. But I think before we actually go out there, we're going to have to lay the, lay the groundwork, lay the template down so that everybody is caught up to where we are in our mindset and where we're at um, yeah. during the investigation. I'm excited. I'm excited. Too. I'm just excited to be out there. It's just so pretty. I love... It is pretty, but... I love Dyer Lane. I'm sorry. <laughs> we did drive through there. Uh, love to live there. Um, actually, on my birthday in April, and we, we were just driving by because we were talking about it in that episode of the podcast, and I've never been, so I just wanted to feel it out. It's and just a different feeling literally, during the day. Literally, the feeling, though, yeah. even though it was during the day, yeah. felt stagnant. There's the a day. silence. It was super quiet and, and stagnant air. Like, I kind of almost felt some tingly, some electro, mm-hmm. you know, electronic, electric uh, activity in my fingers and my toes. Like, almost like I were falling asleep. Yeah. And that kind of stuff is stuff that peaks my my little uh, spooky dar, you know? My, yeah. It's a, there's just a strange buzz. Some mumbo and the jumbo starts to come out, you but, know? But, you know, how much of that is is the area and you know, is there something there or how much of it is just the amount of discussion or in our minds or yeah. in our minds? Like, are we creating that or are we literally creating the energy flow around there because it's been talked about the way, like, because like, one little rumor started this thing and it became this monster. And then it's like the gods from American gods. The more yes. worshipers you have, the more power and more. Right. More, so we created yeah. them. Yeah. Like, that show, American Gods, is outstanding, by the way. Yeah, I was hesitant about the second season, oh, but it's it so good. Oh, it is so good. So if you're not watching American Gods on Stars, you are missing out. The first season's already out. They're, we're almost done with the second season. I think this next episode, this uh, coming weekend on the 28th, is the last episode of the second season. I'm, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. It is an interesting show. It's it, a great it's, show. At first, it feels like... Um, McShane is almost talking in riddles, and he kind of is, but he's also not. Ian McShane yeah. plays Odin in oh, American Gods. You Wednesday. know him from Deadwood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's also known as Mr. Wednesday in American Gods because people don't know Odin anymore because he's an old Norse god. But yeah. Um, yeah, Ian McShane is from Deadwood. He's uh, uh, Swearingen. Swearingen? Yeah, Swearingen. And he's actually. Uh, reprising that role in oh. the Deadwood movie coming yeah. out. So, so it's excited. actually going to take place 20 years or something into the future, 15, 20 years or so, um, where Deadwood left off. And it's that old Western HBO series. Great, great yeah. series. But yeah, they're, uh, they're going to pick it up in the sense that, like, where the town is headed and, like, laws and all. Like, it's yeah. like there's a natural. And they got, apparently, got the entire. Like, everybody oh, signed you've on. You've got to. You've got to you have that not. cast. Yeah. I can't wait to hear him say Bullock. I just <laughs> I just need that. Uh, we're going to have to go and binge that and uh, get caught up again. So, we're ready Such for that. Such a great show. All right. Well, we're going to keep on the road and get home and uh, get ready for the week of shows. I know we'll have already uh, come back from vacation. Uh, by the time this airs. We're currently driving by Dyer Lane oh, right now. It's right there. It's right there. I feel the tinglings in my toes. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we're, we're really excited to be back from vacation. We've been, uh, we missed you guys and 
I think that's that's the one thing that I'm really looking forward to most is being back on the air and and uh, can't wait for it. So until next time, from Dyer Lane, Namaste, bitch. The Rad. Broadcast.